0: Paul staying with them. Espinoza. this time. Don't think about the left the ball. Shoots on goal Block, He scored. Clement Diop tried to box it out and they went down and into the back of the net. Kansas City takes the one nothing lead here in the 23rd minute. Here's Zeus. Plays into the Galaxy area cleared out. Diesler dumps it back in. Players offside. Second ball. Parra scored. Diop comes off his line, can't get on the end of it. And Ike somewhat of a bicycle over the head. It is 2-0 Kansas City. Great into the top of the sixth. The header off the bar. Second chance. Saved. Another opportunity and cleared away. They've given the goal. The side linesman has called the goal. Not a save. It bounces in off of the line. That's Romney who puts that one in the goal. He's able to connect off of the first save. And this one has come to an end with Sporting Kansas City having their second goal holed up in this one in a 2-1 victory over the L.A. Galaxy, Kobe.
1: We were were kind of second to everything. Uh, We were just a little bit off. Um, And... Having said that, we still the goals are soft. You know, we give goals you can't give away to you know a top team in the league. You know, you just you just can't you can't gift those type of goals um, to a team that doesn't concede a lot. So we we dug a, a really big hole for ourselves. Um, but my God, uh, credit to the team for the second half, the effort, the tired legs, the quality the amount of possession the amount of ch- chances we created um, uh, I, I thought we we came very close um, you know I, I made a statement um, in the Chicago game that, that, that at that point we became a team but we happened to have five of how many games on the road at that point so if we had had those games in, at home I think it's fair to say we probably would have had more wins at home but um you know, and now every game is different, you guys can look at the stats, I mean obviously we have to win our games at home, that's an important part of this all, um, but it's also circumstances that go into each game, and uh, we were tired playing a team that didn't play on Wednesday, and, and, and then we gifted two easy goals, and that was the difference. The way I always look at those things is that you can never make excuses, right? You have to look at yourselves. and. Um, it goes back to the first half and giving the goals away, you know. Because now you're, you're, you're you become a little desperate, and you know. Um, obviously, in live time, I thought as well uh, that it was a PK, but I would, I need to look at the, the video.
2: Now listen to Riot Squad oh, I'm so triggered.
3: <laughs> All right, welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and always I'm joined by my best friend, Chris Zero Cool Tucker. How are you doing, sir? I'm tired. Oh boy, I'm sleepy. Little Tucker, t- 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 you sleepy?
2: I shouldn't have left my house. Like that's that was the problem. I, I went anywhere that wasn't like my bed. So naturally I'm exhausted today.
3: Yeah, I mean But other than that, I'm good. It's still like the illness. We're getting to a like an, an age where we're like, Oh, doing things is, is exhausting.
2: Yeah, I mean that's all it's all time that could be spent on naps or early bird specials.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey man rubbing you can, my you can't beat that soaking
2: my feet in Epsom salt.
3: Yeah, you can't beat that five ninety nine deal from IHOP man.
2: It's just, it's so good. You, you get orange shoes with it, it's nice.
3: You and the blue hairs, you know, it's all good.
2: Right, so that's where I go to pick up chicks.
3: Hell yeah, man. Hey. So, so, bro, let me can, get that social security the, check. Yeah, and the mad discounts at, you know, amusement parks and everywhere. Oh,
2: yeah. Girl, you know you got that senior citizen discount on those orthopedic shoes. We will be acting all cheap with me.
3: I know, man. You guys can get, like, movie tickets that are, like, $2 off? I mean, come on, man. Yeah.
2: I mean, we have to go to the movies at 9.45 in the morning, but it yeah. uh, but- only costs $3.
3: It's called compromise. You know, you make sacrifices when you're when you're in a relationship.
2: I can spend the rest of that money on on goobers. I mean and peanut M Ms.
3: I mean they won't be able to chew them, but you have to get them like gummy bears or something.
2: And, you know goddamn well dim my goobers. It's <laughs> my goobers.
3: You gotta get something soft, man.
2: <laughs> Caramel.
3: Chocolate covered raisins.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's gonna get stuck in their dentures.
3: <laughs> yeah, the the dance gonna wear off.
2: Uh, just an accident waiting to happen.
3: Uh, the first episode back, and and we're already like ageism all over this episode.
2: It's, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of it all.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, getting into a little bit of a, uh, but you know, well, I guess before I get into like the Lars news and all that stuff, I just want to say uh, thank you to all the people who have posted on our social medias and and you know sent me nice messages. Uh, we are back from uh, last week. We have, we didn't record because uh, sadly my dog did pass away uh rather suddenly so i want to take a a little a little break for a little bit to uh kind of re re what what i'm trying to say like uh um like uh reset reset reset, exact what
2: (laughs) i called you a pussy okay thank you (laughs) sorry
3: but yeah um you know reset a little bit and uh and yeah uh, well i just want to say thank you to the people who posted nice things on on uh, the Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff and Instagram, so thank you guys and I appreciate you guys being patient with us and um, yeah, I you know I I miss doing this man. It was like I wanted to like record that day, but I was like, no, you know what? I should probably take a little time off, you know?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I you know I I was telling people like, hey, don't you know? Because we had we actually surprisingly had people that were like, hey, where was the the show this week? You know what happened? And I had to tell him, I was like, I made the call that we just weren't gonna do it. Like Ed was willing to try. It's it's a very emotional time for him. But, um, yeah, understandably you understandably, you had Chewy for, what, damn near 10 years. Yep. Um, but it just – it it wasn't that important in the scheme. And, and I was obviously more concerned about how you were doing and not necessarily whether we kept our track record of not missing a week or any of that stuff. Like, I, I felt you needed some time, you know. And um, it's good. You know, you got – you know, you see more – more leveled than you were last week uh late last week so it's it i think it was good that we kind of pushed it back and, and just said screw we'll give it the week
3: no yeah i think so too and i i appreciate the break and you know you everyone kind of needs a little uh time to reset from now and then uh, and unfortunately it was something that uh was unexpected and not something that i really wanted to take time off from like it wasn't the last. it wasn't the thing i was thinking of like oh i'll take a time off sometime but not like the way that it happened.
2: For when Chewy passes.
3: Yeah. So you know R.
2: He was a good boy, man. He was oh yeah.
3: R.I.P. my my little fat boy, my, my Chewy.
2: Nothing better for a comedy show than starting off with three minutes about your fucking dog dying. <laughs> my
3: dead dog, I know, right? Oh uh-huh. uh, god. Anyways, uh so getting into a little bit of Lars news. Um if you guys have not picked up your one thirty eight SC merchandise or if you did pre-order one of the uh, Pride night hats. You can't pick those up at our tailgate before every uh, home match, except for like the weekday games. So every every weekend home match, you can pick it up at our tailgate. Um, usually, you won't be able to do that afterwards. So come find our merchandise guy Luis. You can ask for him. You know, I can point you to his direction, and he's usually hanging around the uh, the DJ slash grilling table. So you you'll be able to find him easily. Um, but make sure to pick that shit up, cause. You know, by the end of the year, we'll just like donate it back to Lars and sell it off and shit. So
0: yeah.
3: And remember, like, you're, if you're
2: picking up, if you're picking this up, try to make it as easy as possible on the the dude who's handing his stuff out. You know, show up early. Don't expect this guy to be waiting around when he's trying to go into the stadium so that he can he can give you a hat or a shirt or whatever. If you're coming to pick something up, remember he also wants to go to the game. So try to get there early and you know grab your shit in time
3: yeah and like i said it'll be there every home match on the weekend so i mean if you don't pick it up one week you'll have another opportunity it's not going to be the last time
2: and then we'll burn them
3: yeah we're gonna burn them and sacrif- sacrificial you know We'll burn them all to, to the playoff <laughs> gods if we make the yeah, playoffs
2: oh, God. oh i almost said something really mean
3: <laughs> oh, let's, let's, curse
2: let's, on jermaine jones
3: oh yeah well you know let's let's not Play do that in, quite yet um, but so we haven't we haven't uh been on here since the Open Cup game against OC, uh so mm-hmm. we, we've kind of missed like three matches since then.
2: It's been a while.
3: It's it's been a while. I can't believe we've we've only been gone for like a week and a half, and we've missed three games. Like to yeah, they're right. coming
2: fast, man.
3: Um, let's talk like about Jackson
2: Pollock painting.
3: We're gonna talk about Houston and Colorado just slightly because you know that's you know, in the past gone. It's those are already games are already like a week and a half old. So, yeah. um. Let me talk about Houston for a little bit. God, let, let's just talk about how lucky we got on that game, right? Mm-hmm. How I if, mean blessed. Yeah. If uh if uh, VAR wasn't implemented yet, which it will be after the All Star Break, uh we would not be uh coming away with a point from that game.
2: Which is weird. Like how do you change a fundamental rule of the league halfway, halfway through?
3: Ah, it? uh, it's MLS. It's hashtag M L S.
2: Like the first half of MLS is playing with different rules than second half of MLS, but you're one crown champion.
3: I mean, you've you've been paying attention to this league for over ten years now. How is this a surprise to you? It's
2: it's it's surprising that we're still doing stuff like this. <laughs> like it's surprising I, that that's, such it's, strides.
3: It's why MLS is such like a unique league, and it's so fun to watch, man.
2: Well, I think we're labeled, we're designated as, like, a FIFA experimental league where they can try out rules and try out wacky shit. And it, you know, kind of gave MLS the license to try out its own wacky um, single entity. organization. Yeah. yeah. Um, their own wacky bullshit. But uh, it's it's just, like, unless we win it, paper champions if somebody else wins. You won because of different – supporter shield. Like, how are you – supporter shield champion is – Playing by different rules in the second half than you're playing in the first half, like points will be won or lost on account of, of uh, VAR, whatever I'm supposed to call it.
3: Yeah, VAR, VAR, whatever the fuck it's called. Who cares? Like
2: the like points will be won and lost based on that. That would have either been won or lost based on the old rules, and it just changes halfway through. And as you say, it's MLS. You just kind of shrug your shoulders and have to deal with it. It's just it's it's weird that in 2017 we're still doing it.
3: Well, I mean, like you said, it's it's kind of like an experimental league. Like, we get to do shit that around the world is not looked upon or is not uh, done. I mean, but, you know. that's. But that's... I think
2: everyone in the world agrees that you shouldn't change your rules halfway through a season.
3: Oh, I mean, completely. I think I think a lot of people in MLS probably think that way as well. It's
2: just, it's so fucking strange. But, well, you know, tip, MLS, tip, what are you going to do?
3: The head muckety-mucks. They, they like to, to change things on the fly. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever's MLS I would... best, that's what they like to do.
2: I would assume the bigger leagues around the world are changing it, and that's why we have to do it halfway through the league, oh,
3: halfway that makes through the sense. season. Yeah. That if makes sense. if
2: the if the Premier League is instituting um, uh, video uh, assistant referees or the Bundesliga or France or Spain or whatever, MLS doesn't want to be left behind. So halfway through the season, we change the rules. I don't know that the Premier League is, is changing it. I can I can look it up, but um, at least that would make some sense as to why we're changing it halfway through.
3: Yeah. So let's go back to the Houston game a little bit. Um, Can you believe that Emmanuel Boateng scored a goal on a team that is not named RSL?
2: It was it was a nice one too. It was very nice. Enjoy, and it was against Houston, which is you know always enjoyable. Uh, No, Premier League is not bringing uh, video refs until twenty until the twenty after the twenty eighteen World Cup. So.
3: Oh, so after the, it's implemented in like the world stage, that's when they'll do it.
2: That's when, I, yeah, that's when the biggest league is finally like, yeah, all right, fine. Right. Um, yeah, great, great, great uh, take from Alessandrini. Good pass to Emma through a couple defenders, and once he was ahead of them, not no one stood a chance of catching him. Um, takes it around the keeper, curls it in, fucking beautiful. Love it.
3: If my memory serves me correct, I think you did call this game a draw. I think you called it a nil nil draw though. I, I would have to go back and listen. I called it a two nil win. So we kinda like both were right where I yeah. called the goals and you called that we were gonna draw.
2: I don't know why you thought we, we would we would win. I mean we were playing at home.
3: Hey man, I had I had high hopes, man. I was I was why? optimistic. We Okay, right? But You're hey, you're look, the optimistic look, one. Look, People after after me. the last two home games or the last all home games, um yeah, I probably won't go into home games thinking uh very optimistic anymore.
2: I mean, it was it was a rough performance for a couple of different reasons. Diop had uh, another one of his now yeah, famous howlers. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk where, about
3: that more in the Kansas City uh, review.
2: Well, you had Beasley who took that shot in the twenty first, twenty second minute, something like that, and a, rocket uh, Diab, of a shot to be yeah, to be fair, absolutely, yeah. But it's it's Diop parrying the ball right in front of him. That's strange, and then um,
3: which he's done a couple the, times already this season.
2: Yeah, then the Houston player. Uh, was it Maro something? Monat- um,
3: Monatos.
2: Monatos? Okay. Um, Manotos. Manotas. He uh, he picks Manotos. up he picks up the ball and and shoots it in and it's like boom done down. Diop again. Um, what are you gonna do? But then you get Alison Drini and Emma. They equalize. Um,
3: yeah, wait, everyone then, everyone was kind of worried like when uh, Gio went off to Confederations, like, oh man, everyone? where where are we going? where? Well, I'm talking about everyone. Like, okay. He was scoring goals. You got to admit, Gio yeah, was scoring oh, no. goals, assisting on goals. If it was basically him and Alessandrini who were the only people who were scoring or assisting at the time. Yeah. So you were a little worried that can Alessandrini do on, on his own? But Emma's you know been stepping up these last couple of weeks. So.
2: Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Not a not a guaranteed uh, first sub anymore as well. Yeah. Well, I great.
3: mean, you have Giassi who's coming off like early now. So I mean, who, who knows what's going on now?
2: Giassi is awful.
3: <laughs> it, it has not gotten better. It's, yeah. it's not gotten better.
2: And then uh, Houston's of equal or Houston um, goes up two one, and then we get a super late kind of controversial goal, uh, to what you spoke about. If if uh, if v- VAR, I'm gonna call it VAR. Fuck it. If uh, VAR was implemented, maybe wouldn't have counted.
3: Oh, it definitely
2: uh, wouldn't have counted. Because well, so here's the thing. Alessandrini looks like he's off. Um, the argument for. Him being kept on is if when Bradford passes it, because Bradford is on the far right side, I believe. Um, uh, Villarreal passes it to him and he had a, a great showing for the few minutes he was on. Um, Bradford Jamison passes in, uh, crosses the ball on the floor and it appears to go by Villarreal. And I think what the ref is saying is if Villarreal got a touch, then Alessandrini was kept on. Um, I thought it was interesting when the galaxy play that footage they purposefully speed up when the ball goes past Jose Villarreal, so you can't really tell um, and then slow it down as it hits Alessandrini and he, he knocks it in you know again, these things level out throughout the course of the season you you win some you lose some yeah alessandrini we, definitely looked off but
3: <laughs> yeah, we've been pretty unlucky this year or unlucky slash really bad, so hopefully a little good luck our way is is uh a thing that's i I'm, I'm welcoming with open arms. I'll take it. He looked off, but I'll, I'll take it. Oh, he was definitely offside. Like, that yeah. was not, that was like, that's not even well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, 2 2 draw Um, continues on our uh, unbeaten streak. Then we head to Colorado midweek. And what a completely like 180 turn for a team that looked like shit. And then comes c- comes to play away to uh, Colorado in altitude and looks like mm-hmm. a completely different team.
2: And the big deal that was made about the,
3: the altitude again.
2: You know, where, oh, the air is thin and, and it's going to be so hard for them to breathe. Like, we were clearly the best team.
3: Yeah, you had, you had troubles a little bit with like their speedy guys because, I mean, you mm-hmm. have our guys who are slow. And, uh, but I mean, I think they dealt with it the best way they could. Um,
2: yeah. Well, Josh Gatt like fucking smoked Nathan Smith. Oh, yeah. Relatively and, uh, early in the game.
3: What's his name? Uh, Serna. That dude's oh, Dylan Serna. Oh, ripped us off. like, if they, yeah. were be- if they were better and like good, they would have won that game easily. Right.
2: which is, I mean, which is a problem we've had sometimes where we have talked about like, oh, well, if we were better, we should have been able to beat that team. You know, if we had someone in front who could score a goal, if we had a striker who could score a goal, we we could probably could have won this because they weren't great. Um, we're not. We weren't. We weren't good, but we were noticeably better than Colorado.
3: Yeah, I mean, you had you had it was like weird seeing this team that like high pressure. Like I don't think we've ever had a team that has done that.
2: Yeah, well, it's not my, really Bruce's style. Memory. Yeah. Like it's it wasn't Bruce's way of playing because Bruce was so conservative and he was so um, concerned with giving up a goal that he's not going to play a high press that might drag any of his guys out of position. He would rather, you know, you win the ball, you get him on a counterattack or, you know, you sit back and you kind of build through passing and then you get in. Um, an At least with some of these younger guys, whenever, you know, the majority of the team are Galaxy 2 players, it's a lot of high press uh, a lot of pressure, uh, a lot of closing down, really just making sure other teams don't have that much time to make a decision. Um, and it's worked. It's it, worked fairly well.
3: I mean, you saw on the first goal that Jack McBean scores in the fifth minute mm-hmm. where uh, Jose, oh, by the way, both Villarreal brothers start for the first time. The That's first time. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but Jose, um, you know, pressures up top and then he, uh, uh Jack McBean pounces on the loose ball one time's it passed uh past Tim Howard with, with the fucking beauty of a shot.
2: Off the post, like, it, it, he put it exactly where it had to be. Yeah. Exactly where it had to be for him to be able to score that goal. It's, it's probably the best goal I've seen from Jack McBean since that, like, uh, CONCACAF Champions League game where he was throwing elbows and getting all beat up and just knocking guys off of him and scoring. Um, it was it was a good moment for him. And it was, it's great, give, especially given, you know, how we were kind of down on him, or at least I was in the last episode, um, or so I've been told uh it was it's nice to see yeah, him. i mean i fucking Haters, I don't remember dude, you're
3: a jack mcbean hater. Um,
2: yeah apparently i'm 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 the guy i'm the one you're the one who's yeah because not, not everybody Definitely. oh absolutely
3: everybody wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't saying no, to sell sure. jack mcbean at all oh well,
2: yeah I, mean, I, I, I was the i was the guy saying jack mcbean sucks for yeah. sure that's been my role in this
3: because <laughs> you, you know it, apparently it's opposite world because if you know if you know chris and jack mcbean it's like that's that's his original like the, if you know me at all it's, it's, it's his original <laughs> boo-boo
2: yeah post Tristan Bowen anyway yeah yeah but, exactly. Yeah, I mean I, I for years I've been Jack McBean's biggest defender <laughs> so it's 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 fine well, um and, and, you know and then he you had that hope that, that he can he can
3: up? keep up with that that form I mean he looked really good against Colorado
2: you know as as much as I would like as a, as much as I'm interested I should say in Jack McBean keeping it all up um I'm I'm really hopeful that Jose Villarreal keeps this thing going. Cuz this is more than if this is a couple games in a row now that Villarreal's look really really good. Yeah, I mean one of our best players bit. when he comes on.
3: Yeah, definitely. Really one, one of our best
2: players when he comes on and and he even seems to play a decent role in Bradford Jamison looking a lot better um playing a, a big role in in uh, Jack McBean playing a lot better. Uh, I'm I'm really really hopeful that this is the start of Villarreal finally becoming the player we've hoped he would.
3: No, most definitely, and now we'll go into a little bit with the Kansas City game because um, I have a little bit to talk about, like the subs that Kurt made in that game.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but one thing, and I want to talk about before I move on to that Kansas City game, um, is Kurt chose to rest. Um, oh God, uh, wow. Garcia! Sorry, Garcia for the Colorado game, and then for this Kansas City game, decided to rest Pedro. Doesn't seem kind of like ass backward to you? Like, shouldn't you rest probably the better player, the better center midfielder against Colorado, who's arguably the you know worst team than Kansas City's midfield is? You know what I'm saying?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, i I can see it. I mean, I I think Kurt's at a point where you know, for all we know, Joe Pedro's tired. He might be really, really exhausted. He's he's played a decent amount of minutes. Um, Garcia hasn't been great. Uh, so much so that you know you're you're kind of worried he's regressing, uh, even though he's getting more minutes now. Uh, he's gotten minutes regularly and he's he's still kind of regressing. Um, you know, maybe Kurt just wanted to shake it up.
3: Yeah, uh, I was, I'm because uh, i was just a little worried that you know. I guess we'll just go into the Kansas City game. Fuck it. Um, you know, having what was
2: what was what was the final score? Sorry,
3: final score of Colorado three uh, one with another uh, a brace from Jack McBean. Because I'm like you're fucking... you're
2: passing out McBean's backheel.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit then. Sorry, yeah, I'm all like, over the place. The, the
2: the kid deserves Bradford Jameson one two with Alessandrini. Um, BJ draws the penalty that Alessandrini have taken. Uh, fucking what what McBean got a, a a low cross that he backheels past the defender and the goalie like. Uh, Howard, on, that's a game to talk about.
3: Howard had no, Howard had no chance on on that backheel. Jack
2: McBean destroyed. Oh, that was the Jao Pedro run. That's yes. where Jao Pedro oh, runs yes. past, Pe- like, three dudes. Jao Pedro then,
3: comes in as substitute, and then— Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He comes in and just bosses it.
2: Absolutely. Those are forward scoring goals in the run of play. Um, Jack McBean holding off defenders, fighting for his space, uh, what, latching on that ball earlier that had bounced. It was, like, paying attention, focused. Beautiful shot, placed exactly where he needed it. Those are the games you're kind of you're looking for from that kid in a moment where we need him.
3: Because that was the
2: argument last year.
3: It just etches the fucking stone of like, please do not bring back Jermaine Jones in this lineup because Ja Pedro is fucking looking amazing.
2: The kid looks dramatically better, and I'm I'm still really really worried that once uh, Jones comes back, you know, we may see a regression. If now imagine if if Jones has gotten his stuff together, maybe I. I I don't think that's the case, but imagine Uh, Yeah, in the highly unlikely
3: case that Jermaine Jones has stopped getting in his own way and being a dickhead.
2: And everyone else is and doing whatever he wants. But in the highly unlikely scenario where Jermaine Jones is playing, you know, who some believe to be the best number eight role in MLS. But imagine he can actually do that and John Pedro is now not a, a, a weekly liability. Be a decent midfield tandem. It's not the case. Like Jones is, is not going to have sharpened all that shit up. But if he does, yeah, it's
3: it's yeah, it'd be it's a to lot be, to look forward to. to. Because who knows when, who know when, who knows when uh, Jermaine Jones is even going to come back? Because you know, according yeah. to the galaxy, he's supposed to be back like three weeks ago.
2: Still not on the bench. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know what's going to be great though, and not you know, maybe it's next year, whenever they end up getting rid of Jones, but Sebastian Legette and Jao Pedro in the middle.
3: Oh, that's, that's if those that's
2: two crazy. are on the same page, that's going to be a fucking sexy midfield.
3: Oh yeah, sexy midfield. That's the title of our uh, our podcast.
2: <laughs> so yeah, good but, game, Colorado. Good and then
3: game. you have, then you get that. So uh, yeah, Bj, dude, Bj's becoming a, a nice little uh,
2: spark off the bench. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah, and then than, uh, he he draws a penalty, and then Alessandrini with the fucking cheeky, cheeky uh, penalty kick.
2: Yeah, right, right down the middle, the, chipped in the
3: little Panenka.
2: Yeah, uh, love it. Um, love it more, mas.
3: And then Last. you know he throws up whatever LA sign because no one's ever seen that before, you know.
2: I hear but, there's an article you can read there's about.
3: There's an article it. you can read about whatever Alessandrini's uh, LA sign means.
2: If if you haven't heard what it means yet.
3: <laughs> oh boy. Grana, All right. That
2: guy gave me some useful information this week, so I don't wanna I don't wanna go after him.
3: Uh, okay, fine. We'll 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 we won't throw uh we won't throw shade at him this week.
2: Give him a pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> All right, so and then that puts us at a what, eight, nine game? Unbeaten streak after the Colorado so, yeah. game. And yeah. then we come back home yeah. to Kansas City.
2: We're really, really, really poor at home.
3: It's like, it's incredibly irritating how well we play away and then how terrible we are at home.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think I've thought I've, I've been thinking about this lately, I should say. And I, I really think it's just it's part of. Of Kurt Anolfo. I think he's good at rallying the guys. For it's us versus the world. It's it's them versus us. Um, everyone's betting against you. Let, go outside and listen to all the guys that are booing you. Look at listen to all the guys cheering the other team. It's us versus them. It's me and you. Let's go. We're down in the trenches. That kind of bullshit. And then he gets home and he tries that same message. And it's really hard when you know, let's say twenty thousand people are chanting your name it's you kind of you have to change that message a little bit and i i can see him being the kind of guy who's really good at giving motivational spe- speeches when his back's against the wall because in his mls career his back has been against the wall more times than it hasn't um i i just wonder what he needs to do or what he needs to change in the mentality or the conversations with these guys to get them to put in a similar effort at least at home that they do away
3: yeah i mean it's just you get you get these incredible fuck-ups from guys like Diop and um, you get, you know, Natty Ice having like an up and down game. And I mean, even even all the guys in the back, just when they were under he's pressure. Re- he's regressed. Even, even in the guys, like the whole back line under pressure, just giving the ball away, like it's bad passes. It's I don't know, man. It just I mean, seems it's- when they come home, it's just they, they don't play with as much heart as they do away. And like you said, like, it could be Kurt, you know, giving an amazing motivational speech, or or whatever, and they well, come It's, a, it's and the same him. guys, like yeah. we're,
2: we. It's the same guys now. Like the the same team was available for Colorado as was available for for Kansas City, like the exact same guys. No one else was hurt. No one else was suspended. Um,
3: well, Ariano with his nose false. not broken mm-hmm. or broken, who knows? My boy. No, not no pun intended on that. Who knows? No,
2: but I mean Ariano was available for Houston. I mean, oh, it, in the three games, in the three games we played, um, in the three games we played, we got a win, a loss, and a draw. Spoilers: we didn't beat Kansas City. We got a win, a loss, and a draw. Yeah, so if, if you're part, if, you're listening, to, if
3: you're listening to this and you don't know that we didn't lose or we didn't beat Kansas City, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Maybe, maybe this is
2: the place where people get. I mean, we're really <laughs> you and I are not in a position to ask any adult that question.
3: <laughs> hey, if you're listening to us and you're not into like the galaxy or have known like the results. Come
2: on. Maybe this is where they come for their news. Nah. You don't think so? I mean, come fine. On, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, you you've gotten these moments. I mean, I, that's where I assume it's down to Anolfo, just because we've had for the most part the same guys available. It's not like it's not like Gio's gone now. It's not like Yellow's serving a three-game suspension now. Um, it's you know Giassi is gone, which now which might be a, a, a to the benefit of the team, but. We have basically the same roster. The basically the same guys available um, in the exact same, you know, quote unquote tournament uh, in the same league. It's not like we're also playing in the Open Cup during this time. And we're terrible at home. We're not even bad. We're terrible at home. We've won one game in the six that we've had. Like we dropped, we dropped eighteen points at home already before Holy the All Star
3: break. Eighteen points. That's that's absolutely incredible
2: we've won we've won one home game we've won one home game
3: because what was our home our home loss record in like the last two years we've only lost like three or four games but we've gone a we've gone a season recently
2: what was it 20 oh i want to say 2014 but that doesn't feel right but we went a, we went an entire season where we didn't lose a game at home
3: i mean we had a good yeah there was like a good long stretch where we went like Close to a year maybe like we didn't lose a game at home?
2: Uh, I think it was was well over that. I mean I'm sure we're gonna get someone tweeting us or commenting on the the SoundCloud.
3: Yeah, please come uh, on. We we don't give we don't you again, you don't come here for correct information. Well let's
2: let's try to look it up.
3: To look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well I'll talk a little bit. So um uh, you have uh in the very first minute, Kansas City almost scores on us, where you have a ball played over the south by Opara. And uh, come here comes rushing out, D up again, uh, misses the ball completely. Um, you have the attacker go around him, and then luckily you have uh, natty eyes to clear the ball. So already there, you just have like this dis- disjoint and just bad looking uh, performance. And then uh, that twenty second minute, oh the 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 ball that's going to probably stick into everyone's mind throughout the entire season is uh, a shot from outside from Roger Espinoza. And instead of trying to, you know, catch the ball, like you probably, any keeper would, he tries to punch it out. Diop tries to punch it out, and it literally just slips past his arm and into the goal. It's like the worst I think I've ever seen uh, happen to a Galaxy uh, goalkeeper.
2: Uh, Not worse than Couticini.
3: Did he, did he have a howler worse than that?
2: Yeah. Cudicini had had one goal where he got shot, and you saw him go to—I mean, not to sit here and rag on that guy for a while, but <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe maybe I just like blocked out all those bad memories. Like, yeah, suppre- I suppressed those memories. Like I knew Cudicini's bad, but I just—I don't remember ever him having like that bad of a howler. But again, I,
2: you're dislodging some memories right now. But he—they're suppressed memories. He, he took it. He took a shot, or someone took a shot, and he went to move to try to, um, to try to block it, and he physically couldn't do it. Uh, it was that moment. It wasn't so much a howler as him just realizing my body can't do this anymore. Um, and the look on his face was so sad and depressed. It was, was kind of hard, hard to make fun of him. Um, still did it because, you know, that's what we do. But yeah, yeah, I, mean, uh, I mean, Couticini, Wicks definitely has some howlers in there. Um, Cronin, for sure. Cannon, you know, I, I don't think he was as bad as a lot of people remember, but he had his moments for sure. Ricketts, his second term diop stands out because he does so many of them so often in such a short amount of time
3: and it's fresh too
2: and it's fresh he i mean he did it against what was it houston the, he did it two weeks he had a, he had a howler two weeks ago
3: yeah and then
2: he had a howler like two days ago
3: and i just i just i just think about it and laugh at other people who were like uh after like Rowe had a bad game and they're like oh put diop in there he's way better than than Rowe. and blah, 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 like and now look you you got what you wish for right
2: Clement Diop is not better than Brian Rowe. Nah. Um, he, he, it looks like literally he will tell you that after he posted on his Instagram page, if I may read it, at, if you don't mind.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to read it for you after at the end, but go ahead.
2: Oh. <coughs> oh I apologize, please. No, no, no. go on. No, no, go on. Well, after the game, quickly after the game, uh, Clement Diop took to Instagram to post, I want to apologize to my teammates, coaches, fan, uh, teammates, coaches, presumably, and fans tonight for my performance i am ashamed i don't deserve the trust of my coach for now i've been garbage and i'm not playing at my level i'm at a place of my life where i'm shit i have to move on i have to move on from that and come back stronger i am really sorry for everyone who loves this organization um
3: with like the, it, with the saddest picture of him like with a with a
2: pretty it's a guy who looks like exhausted in training yeah um, as as one might expect from what is uh, politely referred to on Galaxy Twitter as Galaxy North Korea. Uh, his tweet his Instagram post was deleted shortly thereafter. Um and he hasn't posted anything new since then or in relation to that game. Um of course it was screenshot uh, and posted on Twitter and Facebook.
3: Oh yeah, what so you post things on the internet, they never go away.
2: Deleting it did nothing yeah. except reinforce people's belief that the, the galaxy are telling a story not necessarily explaining to you what's going on or respecting your desire to know more about what's going on. Cause here's the thing is like crafting an image.
3: He posted that and then people actually were like, wow, that's like, I, I respect for him for posting that, like, or, mm-hmm. or maybe a little sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and if you leave that up, people are not going to be like going to go looking for it and, and asking like, Oh, you know, this is why he shouldn't be starting. It's like, Well, no, people kind of gained a little respect for him for coming out. and be like, look, I know I've been bad. Like, that was a bad game. Like, I know it. I'm going to be better.
2: Yeah, I I, I wasn't able to go to that game. So I followed it online at home and watching it on TV. And so I see the reactions, the immediate reactions from him posting that. And I can't recall anyone who was – I mean, I'm sure there was some comment on his Instagram. But I couldn't recall anyone who was negative towards him because of it. If anything, it rallied people around him. Yeah. Because it reminded people that we're humans. we're all fans and we're all supporters and we look at a lot of these guys as as you know at least for me as deities as gods uh, because they play for the Los Angeles Galaxy but it reminded a lot of people that this is a job and he's a human being who wants to be good at his job who feels personally responsible for us losing losing that game. Um, and he made a mistake, obviously, but he's not personally responsible. We have strikers who failed to score. We had uh, defenders who failed to to help him out in, in on at least that second goal.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Dave is, Romney. Oh, boy. It's
2: terrible. Dave Romney, Nathan Smith keeping him on, von Dom stepping to Opari and not really doing anything after one step. Diop made a bunch of mistakes recently, specifically against Kansas City. Um, but he wasn't responsible for us losing that game. But in that post, you saw people understanding that and reaching out to him and saying, hey, man, you're part of this organization, you're part of this club, and we got your back. Even in your lowest moments, especially in your lowest moments, we got your back. Um, and then his message disappeared. And that's just the way it is.
3: Yeah, because I think, I think even after the second goal, like when, uh, when Diop touched the ball, I think he got some booze, And I was like, oh, that's, I'm not down with that shit, dude. What are you doing?
2: Not in the stadium. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Not, you know, you don't. We look if we could if we didn't boo Beckham for an MLS game when he went on on international television and told people he wanted to leave the Galaxy. You can you can especially Lars. You can not boo Clement Diop at home uh, for giving up two bad goals.
3: Oh no, I was I wasn't specifically saying it was Lars. I, I was up top. No, no, no. I'm
2: I'm, I'm agreeing with you, yeah. but I'm saying for I said I meant to say um for any larsers that would be wanting to boo and i'm not saying you should or shouldn't but if for me for example if i cannot boo beckham during an mls game i cannot boo clement diop during a galaxy Come game on. during an mls game
1: like you um,
3: you know as, as bad as a team is like you you need to be there to, to rally them on like that's the point of you booing and, and wishing your team to lose that's it's ridiculous well during
2: that game i mean because now we're just talking kansas city right yeah, yeah um yeah. during that game what what is booing Diop going to do? Yeah,
3: like, exactly. What is the,
2: what's the positive benefit that you're going to get? Nothing. Um, with with time left in the game, to tell your goalie like you're a fuck up. Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure this was the first half. So there's well, I mean, look, there's a whole other half bad. to go.
2: It was it was really bad. The the how was really bad. And I assume anyone who's booing is saying, hey, I'm I'm booing this decision from off. Yeah, because it's it was the what, the thirty fifth minute. And in both goals. In the first goal, look, it was the kid's fault, nothing you can do. Um on the second goal, a lot of pieces that are a little harder to watch or a little harder to notice in the run of play than Diop going up for a ball for a relatively slow center back to have a bicycle kick and be able to score because you came out and you, you didn't really attack the ball all that well. Um, but it's a 35th minute. Like if you boo him and you get into his head, what benefit does that, what benefit at all does that have for your team for the next, what? 55 minutes.
3: Yeah, Exactly. Like, what is
2: that going to, do? I don't understand what it's, what the, the point of it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that's where I get lost. Well,
3: it's just, it's just frustration, you know, and I understand it. It's you, you come in and pay Put your money down and watch, you know, expecting this team to, you know, mm-hmm. for the last month and a half to have looked better, even though it's been against probably a worse opposition than Kansas City was. But you still come home and you're expecting more than what the, the Galaxy put out on the field.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a great season for parking to go up. The cost of parking to go up. Yeah. For you to see one win. Like, and for us to look terrible at home. Terrible. It's 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 an interesting season for that, but I mean that was the main thing I took from from Kansas City. Seeing, um, you know, I I still I'm liking what I'm seeing from Villarreal. Still a lot of heart,
3: so, a lot of heart
2: from that guy. He, he looks. That,
3: that's up- how w- I I want to bring that up because like the the substitutions of of having like uh Villarreal come on or or Bj come on, dude. Those guys have been really sparks off the bench the last couple of weeks, man.
2: Well, that was the that was always the argument you and I were making about um, Jack McBean and Alan Gordon. I love Alan Gordon. We both love Alan Gordon. For the cost, you were going to get similar production out of Jack McBean coming off the bench that you would get from Alan Gordon. Um, It just, we needed Jack to do that regularly. He doesn't need to score a goal every game. He doesn't need to score two goals every game, but he needs to do something. And there wasn't a lot you're really asking of Alan Gordon outside of desperation, throw him up late, have him win a few balls, um, and hopefully, you know, Landon or Keener or, 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 uh, Giovanni can run onto it and, and hopefully score. You're not really putting too much pressure or too many minutes invested in Alan Gordon. You can do that with Jack McBean for cheaper and then invest that money somewhere else. Now we're seeing that from McBean. Now we're seeing that from Villarreal, still not really seeing it from Lasseter, but you're getting, uh, Jaime Villarreal is available off the bench, uh, Jose available off the bench, McBean available off the bench. McInerney is, you know, there. Yeah,
3: but I, I don't, I don't see that guy staying after this year.
2: Hell no, he's going to go up to like what, what was it, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars that we're on the hook for. Yeah,
3: no, that guy. We that actually guy's have to
2: pay. It's, I mean, Jack McBean has earned his spot back. Jose Vireal has earned a spot back over McInerney. Um, at least based on where we're currently, it's kind of hard to see McInerney keeping his spot. But
3: yeah, uh, most definitely.
2: It's great seeing the kids come off and 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 the kids produce and um they're adding something to the game. They they're changing the game, specifically Jose Villarreal.
3: Yeah, cuz I mean honestly, if you if you go back and watch that game, I mean, the Galaxy had like basically no control of the game until like the last 20 minutes when those subs were come, you know, were made. And you had you had uh you had BG come on and it just it, like I I I've, I've enjoyed him coming off the bench and, and you know getting the attack going and him using his speed and and getting down the wings. I think it's it's really benefited the team the last couple of weeks. What's well,
2: been great and you have Bradford coming in I mean, at least in the last game, you have Bradford coming in for Giassi, who is um, not
3: good. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's just you see the in- the ineffectiveness of Giassi, and then you get anybody who could do something. And he's like, oh, well, he's been doing great.
2: Well, it's, you see what happens it's when comparison. a team goes— It's
3: comparison to something that's been shit.
2: But you you see what happens when a team goes from 11 men down to 10 men. This is a weekly example of a team going from 10 men to 11 men yeah. from the moment Giassi gets subbed off. And so Bradford, does Bradford looks good the way he's been playing. Sure. He also looks significantly better because it's by comparison because you, <laughs> exactly. you're no longer seeing GLC on the field. You know, look, if you look at the last game with Kansas city and I, you know, again, I got to watch at home, we would pass the ball up to GLC and teams aren't pressing him in the same way they press Alessandrini or the same way they're pressing Jack McBean when, you know, they're taking in a long ball. They back off of him because they know GLC going to touch the ball. They know that he's going to try to trap the ball, and they know it's going to bounce either to the left or the right. So no one's waiting for him to collect the ball and start moving. They're waiting for him to mess up the uh, receiving the ball, and then they go attack that. Like, that tells you everything you need to know about where G.I.C.'s artist is right now. For me,
3: I don't know. No, no, I, I completely agree, and I think that um, G.I.C. going away for a little bit is going gonna, gonna to show that it's kind of going to be like the— the Jermaine and Jones effect where you know you you're away with them for a little bit, so you're gonna see what it's like without him. And I think yeah. I don't think it'll be for the benefit of the galaxy.
2: Unless Jones starts and we start losing and Kirk goes, Ah, oh, we're losing because giassi has gone.
3: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
2: and then uh, we're well and truly fucked.
3: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um so the game does end 2 1. You have uh Casey are still top in the West in 30 points with in with 19 or eight with 18 games played. Uh, the Galaxy are still in the playoff spot with uh, in sixth place with 22 points from 16 games. Vancouver does have – we do have a game on Vancouver, so depending on when if they make that up, and they can jump us pretty quickly. Um, we're going to get into San Jose away on Saturday. We're going to try to do another episode either Thursday so that we can recap uh, this week's Open Cup game and then preview the San Jose away game. So speaking of that open cup game, Chris, uh we have a California Classico Junior is it what what are we gonna call it? What is what is the the, the, the name of the, the derby with uh with Sacramento Republic?
2: Oh, it's called that game we have against Sacramento Republic. Oh
3: okay okay that's what I thought it was.
2: Why does everything have to have a title?
3: Because man, marketing, bro, marketing.
2: <sighs> Hashtag branding all day. Hell yeah. No, it's we have a we have a open we have a cup match against Sacramento. That's what it's called. And both teams are in California, and both teams are hundreds of miles from each other.
3: I mean, come on, man! And Rivalry, North Cal, SoCal. I'll
2: give you that. I, oh, don't give me like I, it would be it would be fine if something you know irreversible and bad happened to them because they're still from Northern California.
3: Well, you know how um, like you know like all things now are like the freeway derby. So maybe it's, like this could be like the I five derby. No,
2: no, no! You know? It's the game against Sacramento. That's that's what it's called.
3: Oh, is it's it the yeah, Galaxy
2: versus Sacramento?
3: We call it the 405 Derby.
2: No, we're going to call it the game where we eliminate Sacramento from the Open Cup.
3: Uh, I well, it. I don't know about that. I do not know about that.
2: We're not losing to a NorCal team.
3: Ooh, Sacramento. Okay. So Sacramento currently the third in the West in uh, USL. Um they've won the last 4 games. So they're on a 4-game winning streak. You mm-hmm. don't know you know how many goals they scored in those last 4 games? How many? 15. No
2: one knows cuz no one watches Sacramento games.
3: 15 goals in 4 games.
2: That is a lot of goals. That is
3: a lot of goals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of goddamn goals.
3: Um. So RS, uh, they beat RSL in the last Open Cup game
2: 4-1. You could beat RSL in the Open Cup.
3: RSL, yeah, d- considering RSL is not a very good team. but RSL
2: is so bad that Sa- San Jose beat RSL and then fired their coach.
3: And then fired their coach, yeah. Ha-ha, Dom Kinnear, ha-ha.
2: Yeah. And then did you see the video of Wondolowski crying when he was getting interviewed?
3: Oh, what a little bitch.
2: I, I got to send it to you. He's crying because Kenia got fired.
3: Send, yeah, send me that. Yeah. So I can <laughs> jerk, jerk oh, off to that really video tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sweet love to myself to that video tonight. Yeah.
2: We should have Serrano check on his best friend, Chris Wondolowski.
3: Oh, yeah. You know, Adam Serrano with his Chris Wondolowski jersey in his, in his office. Hashtag Bays. Hashtag Bays. My, my boo thing.
2: 15 goals in four games, huh?
3: 15 goals. So, um... It's a little worrisome, um, considering that, well, I mean, considering that, you know, our guys have played 10,000 games in the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, Who knows what the lineup's going to look like? Uh, Do you
2: think Yellow Von Dom's going to play?
3: Absolutely. Then we win. Then we win? Yeah. I mean, he played the last week and we didn't win, so.
2: Well, we were playing a USL team.
3: (laughs) Hey, man. Like,
2: Um, that's the thing to remember, you're playing a USL team.
3: Yeah, but we, okay, but we also were eliminated by the the Carolina RailHawks like four times in a row. So
2: oh, but that's it's NASL. It's different.
3: Okay, and that wasn't a Bruce where Bruce didn't give a shit about Open Cup.
2: Yeah, that that's also someone who like marginally cares. And I I have it on pretty good authority that uh, the powers that be are really really interested in winning this Open Cup. I mean, finally, really for the first time? really well. It's a different administration. You have a different general manager. Um, he who must not be named. You have a different head coach. Um, I mean, you know, cause, there's
3: because as as you know, as a as fans' perspective, first of all, it's a trophy that you want to you want to win every time. Second mm-hmm. of all, it's four games, and you you get into the Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, it's like what? How is that not a priority?
2: Holy shit! Adam Moffat is on Sacramento.
3: Holy shit, I thought that dude like died or something.
2: I'm looking I'm looking at their roster right now. They have Sammy Ochoa who used to be on uh, Seattle for a heartbeat. They got Adam Moffitt who was on Houston. Like they got they got a couple names. No one to really worry about, but they got a couple dudes.
3: Do they still have uh what's the name? Uh for old Chivas USA dude.
2: You're thinking of Justin Braun. Justin right? Braun, yes. And they, they do not have Justin oh,
3: Braun. Oh, they, they fucking dropped him.
2: He was the first club captain, and he has been replaced by Danny Barrera. You like that pronunciation? I just
3: remember the video of his mom like getting tossed because she was so fucking hammered. She's
2: a, a, a wild alcoholic, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, I mean, we can't we can't really judge her on that though.
2: Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, yeah, he's actually in the NASL now with Indy Eleven.
3: Wow. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Fuck him. Yeah.
2: Uh, where has he been? Chivas USA, Montreal Impact, Real Salt Lake, the bad Toronto FC, uh, Sacramento, and in India. Yeah, he has just steadily gone downhill. So that 25 starts sense. for Indy 11 though. So you know, good on him. eight so, goals in 25 games for Justin Brown last year.
3: So who, what do you, what lineup do you expect to be played for this game? Um, Are you expecting like kind of like the similar lineup from our first summer cup game?
2: You got to start Kempin.
3: Yeah. Oh, he's definitely starting.
2: You got to start Kempin. Cole should have the night off. Um,
3: <sighs> Damn. Who's your left back though? Who is our left back replacement? I don't think Sir mm. I don't think Stur is going to be back for this game. I think he's still. He could still, be. It'd be a
2: good. It'd be a good game for him if he's if he's close.
3: I think he's still nursing the injury. I don't think he's going to be back. Maybe you play, maybe you get Ariano.
2: You play, no, you play Romney left back, which means we'll play Ariano, Ariano. who's, who's yeah, playing yeah. left back for some ungodly reason a couple weeks ago with Romney on the field. Um, oh, so but might you, I, Ariano I,
3: started left back then.
2: I, yeah, I would play. I would play Romney at left back. Uh, I would play uh, Yellow Vandam next to him. Um, Ariano next to Yella, and then (sighs) Smith. Yeah, you
3: gotta have Nettie Eye starting.
2: Uh, Well, you know what? Maybe he has a good game at his level, which is what it is, and it it starts to rebuild some of that confidence because he's been getting smoked the last few weeks.
3: Um, Or maybe you have, uh, what's his name, Josh Turnley from uh, G2 come up, play for a game.
2: Apparently, there's like an issue with the amount of time it takes to loan up and then back down. Um, we were talking to, well, you remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking to some G2 players, um, at the, uh, at the game a few weeks ago. Right. And they were, they were talking about how it's, it's kind of, it's for some reason, it's something of an issue, loaning players up for the open cup game and then loaning them right back down. Um, so much so that they, they didn't want to do it given that it was just for the one game. At least that's the reasoning that's being given. Uh, I don't know how true that is, or, you know, take that for what you will, but that's what we were told. Um, yeah, I play I, I go uh, Kempen, Romney, Van Damme, uh Ariano Smith. If he's if he's got oh god, it's important because we have an MLS game like a couple fucking days later. Um uh, Villarreal, maybe you start Villarreal. Um I don't know who you can play on, we're so thin. I don't know who you can play on the left. Um, in the center, you got to start Jaime, and probably Joe Pedro. You, yeah,
3: you a João. I mean, play
2: yeah, Pedro. That I mean, that would be a good reason. If we're resting players for the Open Cup, then I start getting excited for it.
3: That's fucking. That's weird. That's that an, uh, be that a, that's a has been world. said in a long time.
2: But it's a great way for um, what's his name? Dave Coulier. Um, it's a great way Kurt for an Olfo. <laughs> yeah, the coach. <laughs> the coach. It's a great <laughs> <laughs> it's a great way for Anolfo to separate himself from Bruce. If he's resting players that he thinks would help him win the open cup game, um, that will be amazing. Jaime, Jaime Viral, Jao Pedro. Mm, if the kid's ready to go, I'd like to, I'd love to see Allison Trini. No, you play uh Bradford Jameson on the left, you play Jose Villarreal uh wide right, um, and then McBean and
3: I think you you play uh uh as like that uh that geo attacking mid role.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of running. That's a lot of running on on this guy's legs, and and we still have you know the MLS game at the weekend, but you know play McBean and and McInerney. McInerney has to have some use for the amount of money that we're spending, um or you play McBean and Lasseter. It's going to be another hybrid. Um,
3: yeah, you probably you probably see like a Lasseter start up top maybe or on the wing.
2: Yeah. I mean start Bradford Jameson and Jose Villarreal on the wing. Yeah. Or start start Lassiter on the wing and um and play uh what, McBean and Villarreal up top?
3: Yeah. Like the old I, USL days where they were be, fucking
2: destroying house.
3: Yeah, it'll be some sort of hybrid like that. It's gonna it's gonna be like that. Like where you get the uh like the first teamers starting in like the, the back six and then you kinda mm-hmm. get like the G one and a half guys starting as as your top four guys.
2: But Kempen so. has a good game and the calls for benching Diop are going to get considerably louder. Yeah, and they're pretty deafening as it is.
3: I mean, if he has even like a decent game, you mm-hmm. probably get a get the the calls for him to start over over Diop.
2: And at least based on on um, the form lately, it's a safe assumption he's probably going to have a pretty good game, and he's playing lower talent. Um, but you, you got to start. Kimpin. I mean, Diop's at least got to get benched for this shit, and it was you know you were likely going to start Kimpin anyway.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: You know, you were likely going to start Kimpin in this game just to give Diop a rest because you don't want him going three times in a week. Um, but yeah, could be good. I think we'll win. All right. So, what's, sure.
3: what's your uh, what's your prediction then?
2: Fifteen to one.
3: All right. Yeah. Even out the uh, the goal scoring from their their team.
2: Yeah. Oh, Jaime Real on goal. That's that's how uh, that's
3: gonna that's it's No, gonna go.
2: um, three nothing. McBean with a brace and the captain. I'm I'm gonna keep going with Yella until until he gets one.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go on the completely opposite. I say we lose two one. On this whoa. One. Yeah. Okay. I, I think uh Sacramento Republics a, is actually a really good team, and you and a lot of people are gonna uh underestimate them. So. What? Whoa,
2: not, whoa, whoa, whoa. What word was that?
3: I said underestimate uh, underestimate, uh, underestimate. These are these are words. These are hard words.
2: The word is underestimate. 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 There you God go.
3: damn, I still can't see it. And no, I'm I'm, I'm still not says, I'm still not drinking, so it's it's not it's not the booze.
2: You say jerking?
3: Yes, I'm still not jerking. Oh
2: well, congratulations.
3: Hey man, you know I'm I'm trying to get rid of all the, the carnal uh,
2: <laughs> the sin and
3: the sin and out of my body.
2: But You think they beat us two one, huh? My
3: baddie. Yeah, I think I think uh, I don't think we win this game.
2: I don't think everyone knows that John Mayer joke.
3: <laughs> okay, well hey, it could be it could be for me and you, man.
2: There you go. Don't, don't Inside. Let, don't let them in. You <laughs> won. <laughs> wow. Well, what we'll, we'll leads you to that? If you don't mind me asking. I,
3: I think uh, Sacramento is a really good team, and I, I like I said, I think they're going to be underestimated. Well done. So, or under, yeah. So I think uh, I think Sacramento might uh, sneak it past us.
2: Well, it's another one of those games where this is their World Cup final.
3: Yeah, and our guys, like I said, have been playing a million, uh, like a ten thousand games. Uh, the, the number keeps being raised, by the way. Uh, That's fine. They, get, they they've played like a thousand games in the last like two weeks, so are
2: go gonna have a lot one.
3: of tired legs.
2: A lot of tired legs. Sacramento is going to want this in a in a big way. Yeah. Um, especially making their push for MLS uh, this off season. They're supposed to meet with Garber to go over that shit again. Um, so they would love a deep long cup run
3: um Ooh, deep and long baby
2: oh god that's that's gonna be a sound bite um <laughs> ben but it would be cut it out cut that shit out <laughs> uh, but it'll be it'll be it'll be good i don't think they win i don't think they have the stuff but you're you're always much better at predictions than i am so two Look, ones on the card for you i, I got three nothing
3: i am hoping that's like three happen. one I, I'm i'll take hoping, three one yeah because i you know that seems not gonna keep it they're cliche. gonna score yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, they're going to score for sure. But I'll I'll take 3-1. All
3: right, Chris, um, anything else you wanted to add for today?
2: Um, no, nah, not that I can recall Pride Night was cool. It was um, it was awesome.
3: I, it was a good night.
2: I really wish we would sell these things that we auction. And I'm I'm sure there is some, you know, branding reason or, or marketing decision that it's you get more engagements from uh, an auction than you do from selling them, but I mean, if we were t- if we were talking with a couple guys on Twitter. Uh, I would have loved if, you know, just throwing out a number, the first ten thousand people got the the Pride shirts, where you oh, just yeah. did the Galaxy shirt in white with the 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 Pride crossover, and then you announce that hey, at halftime we're opening up auctioning for you know,
3: game a day, war, and a half, like a, half, the, the warm up jerseys, which I think the warm up yeah
2: but we're going to you know not we're going to open up the auction sorry um you're going to be allowed to buy them you know or you're going to we're going to open up the auction but you all got a shirt like you all got a way to kind I, of represent this I
3: think they were selling the shirts I, okay. I I could be wrong but I think I saw someone wearing it so I And I would love it selling.
2: if they if they if they were to auction the jerseys fucking make them authentic do the star, do the logo, like make it look like an actual Galaxy jersey. Yeah, not just, not just a warm-up rare. jersey. That is like, you
3: know, yeah, whatever.
2: It's already rare because you have 27 guys max, and I don't think they did everyone on the first team. But you can get 27 of these jerseys absolutely max. How much extra does it cost to put a star in there or the you know MLS logo or any of these other things to make it the you know, actual authentic kit? It's a minor gripe. Uh, it's something I would like to see done. <laughs> I'm like of all
3: of all things, these, this is what you're what you're griping about.
2: No, of all things, what I'm griping about is Steven Gerrard stealing ten million dollars from there, the galaxy. I'm still really upset about that. I <laughs> uh, I watched from Liverpool to Los Angeles today, and I'm I'm kind of angry. Why? I don't know. You've, so I you so you watch
3: you watch that, and then here's the wrestling reference for today. You watched the Chris Benoit forty minute documentary
2: on his death. Yeah. On his
3: death. Like these are two things that you know you're going to get angry and sad about. Why would you do that yeah. to yourself?
2: Um, well, you know to go full wrestling I watched Kenny Omega versus Okada one at Wrestle Kingdom in today since it was announced that at the Long Beach show um, Omega and Okada are in the same uh, block. So we're definitely getting Omega versus Okada three and it's gonna be in Long Beach uh, If you don't know who these guys are uh, Just Google Kenny Omega six-star match. Yeah, they're fucking incredible um but I, I fell down a wrestling hole today, and uh, that led me to when Chris Benoit was in New Japan, um, and then I ended up watching this, like, 40, 50-minute video about um, him committing suicide and murdering his entire family and, like, the medical reasons that got him there. It's a real down note that we're ending on. Thank
3: we're going to begin and end on, like, a seriously down note.
2: Yeah, Omega Okada 3 in Long Beach, like—
3: I wanted to add um, for the Open Cup game, uh, season ticket holders, you do get this game for $10, uh, the tickets. Uh, non-season ticket holders, it's 20 bucks. So if you know people with season tickets, tell them to go buy your tickets.
2: This will, this will also likely be the last game for the Open Cup that we do at the track and field stadium. Um, at least for us, Sacramento is the last lower division team that we can meet on the way to the final. So... This will probably be your last shot at $10 tickets. Yeah. Who knows how much they're going to raise the price for the main building. It costs much more money for them to open that building up than for the track and field stadium. You got concessions
3: um, and all that shit. So you, you have concessions. You
2: have, they have certain things that they have. They're obliged to do if they open the main building
3: and they're fun, um, man. The track and field stadium is fun, man. You get mm-hmm. food trucks out there. Um, you get like closer interaction with the with the players, so you should you should go out to those games.
2: You should absolutely go, and it's again, this is the last time likely that we'll be playing at the track and field stadium for this the year. Open Cup. So, it's if you haven't been out to the track and field, whether for the Open Cup or for the Galaxy Two, it's a great experience. Um, not not a ton of people out there, south of three thousand, um, just based on on what it holds. This is Sacramento's uh, World Cup final. They're probably going to travel down. They're probably going to have some fans down there. Yeah, they brought good Would numbers be great this for last weekend,
3: uh, from what I heard for for the. Mm-hmm. Oh, because the I forgot to say that the the G 2s lost three uh, two to Sacramento on the weekend. So that was another part of the notes that I forgot. about. Anyway,s uh, we, we,
1: yeah, we do terrible,
3: terrible podcasting. Hey, I'm I'm getting back into the into the rhythm of this. Uh, Chris, let we me, do have
2: one one super last thing. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, Arturo Acosta uh, of the ACB was in a really really bad car accident oh, yeah, um, he is he's recovering right now which get is well amazing soon, yeah I've met him a couple times he's always super super nice um and you know anyone who is a fan of the galaxy is is part of our big family so uh hopefully he's getting well and he's resting up he should be perfectly fine from what I hear and oh, um hear it, man. yeah man get 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 well soon we need you we need you at the stadium so get
3: well soon dude all right, Chris, give them, hit him with your uh, social medias, man.
2: Uh, you can find me anywhere, in, mostly including the PSN network. That's really what I'm pushing at this point, because I don't want you following me anywhere else, uh, at 0cool138.
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at zombie 13 You can find the Riot Squadcast on Twitter at RiotSquadcast. If you guys have an email you want to send us, and we'll answer it on, on air, send it to riotsquadcast at gmail.com. Please go to our Facebook page, uh, just search... Rides Podcast, like and share all our posts, please. That will help us greatly. And also, if you guys can go to iTunes and give us a five-star review, leave us a review, uh, that'll give us more visibility so we can get more numbers. And it would be awesome for us to uh, get more, more listeners. Because, so, you know, you guys are awesome, and we want more of you to, to interact with us online, so that'd be awesome. Um, also, if you want, I'm never on my, my PlayStation, but if I ever am, you want to hit up uh, FIFA. Uh, I'm on at Zombinho, Z-O-M-B-I-N-H-O. Thirteen. Uh, again, I'm never on, so so I don't expect that
2: bad. Yeah, also true. Uh, and you can go to Daily Motion and find that uh, Okada Omega One match. is phenomenal. Six stars. <laughs> Fuck you, Ed. <in. laughs>
3: All right, buddy. I'll talk to you. In, I'll talk to you like in two days, probably. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'll talk to you in like
2: five minutes once we turn off the recorder. But yeah, I'll see you. In, I'll talk to you in a couple days.
3: All right, buddy. Bye.
2: <laughs> Bye, man. Please.